On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a producer, Simon, in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two podcast hosts and a producer, Simon, in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three opinionated weirdos, two podcast hosts and a producer, Simon, in a pear tree. Okay. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I think you get the drift. Yes, it's the Decades From Home Christmas special, full of merriment and hot takes, and possibly a game or two. As ever, I'm your Lord of Christmas, Nick Houghton of 40percentgerman.com, and I'm joined by the magical merriment of co-host Dilly Algema and our wonderfully decorative producer Simon Josie to discuss the weird and wonderful side of living in Germany. Ho, ho, ho! How are you doing, both of you? I'm suspicious. <laughs> You're suspicious of my festive festive merriment. Come on. I'm suspicious of the fact that you called me the magical merriment because I distinctly saw producer Simon's signature purple color. Oh no, that was me. That's me. It's just it's because I didn't change the font in the script. He's not following the rules. You're not following the rules. There is no rules. It's Christmas kids. Come on. Rules exist for a reason. The, the walls between reality and a magical world of festive joy are very thin today. It's only, it's only one more sleep until Christmas Eve and two more sleeps until Christmas. So get hype. Get hype. What do you mean by one more sleep? Honestly, Dilly, work out when the, when the podcast is going to be on. I knew you were going to do this oh. every time. <laughs> Dilly's like, all right, listener, she's, Dilly, Dilly, in the first, what, two, two and a half minutes has managed to spoil the illusion that we're not recording this on Monday. But in fact, speaking to you from the, the, the pleasant environs of, of the uh, 23rd, but obviously that would be impossible because I'm going to get on a plane on the 23rd. In fact, as you're listening to this listener, possibly I'm either carrying a small child through an airport or I'm in Newcastle. It just depends when you choose to listen to it. I don't know what the rest of you will be doing over Christmas, but we'll try and keep the illusion up, right, eh, Dilly? Try and keep the illusion up. I will try to keep the illusion up. Don't you mean carrying a screaming child through the airport or having sitting on a plane with a screaming child? I think that's what you mean. That's my fear. It is very much all I've been thinking about. Um, I, I was like, should I come up with a list of like clever comebacks to like zing people if they say anything about my son crying but then i just thought no i'm just gonna get really aggressive (laughs) that's the way i'm gonna go (laughs) have you um have you flown with young children before i've only flown with uh, my daughter and she was fine but my son is um a a massive soppy twat and uh (laughs) has a tendency to to moan and uh, at this very minute is sitting on my lap enjoying enjoying his old dad doing some podcasting just make sure he's got something to suck on on the way on the way down uh, we've had a lot of advice um earplugs uh, no sprays i think there's something to do with yeah some kind of uh pacifier or something a bit a bit extra but um we've got a lot of a lot of different possible things that we could be could be doing but i, I kind of suspect the noise and the air pressure are going to put pay to any good uh, plans that we have for making sure he's relatively silent this is going to be interesting because I have a feeling that on the 24th, you're going to be like some kind of viral TikTok because you have to be carried out by like people holding you by the four limbs because you've beaten someone up or something. <laughs> no, that's going to be, the, it's going to be um, a, a 
British dad, Dex man, while holding small child. <laughs> I think that's what it's going to be. Um, yeah, I don't want to get violent, but I do. I do suspect that it might raise my hackles slightly, especially if it's some entitled business class bellend who's complaining about crying children because people people are awful, as we all know. Why would uh, they hear you in business class? Are you traveling business class? It's KLM, isn't it? So I mean, business class is just two feet at the front <laughs> you know, like from where we're sitting it'll be, I can see them I can throw bits of paper at them there's the, that protective curtain they put over uh, the, the business class section uh -huh. yeah I don't see that really having much of an impact on the sound yeah see even my son agrees that it's not going to help in fact if anything I might just throw my son at them and he'll do he'll do the, the punching because he's he's quite a, a, a beefy little kid so <laughs> It's like every time, uh, every time I, I, I'm on the podcast with with the baby, all I hear is uh, is producer Simon saying, "Has he got bigger? Is he bigger? <laughs> is he bigger than last time?" <laughs> But yeah, I am a bit nervous. What are you two doing over Christmas? Then have you got any big plans? Hopefully, they're not as stressful as mine. I'm going to be in Frankfurt uh, until Christmas Eve, and then early on Christmas Eve, we drive to the Netherlands. So you're driving on the 24th? Yeah. Uh, because my partner's mother told us to not come before the 24th. <laughs> she says she, because um, she's Bulgarian, Dutch, and she's going to have this huge spread of 12 dishes on the table on the 24th for mm -hmm. dinner. And it's a big deal. And mm -hmm. uh, she wants to do all, everything. Like, you know, she wants to start preparing the day before. And she wants people to not get in her way when she is walking from the kitchen to the living room and back. And uh, since we are the kind of young kids to get in the way, we thought, okay, you know, we'll stay out of your way. We'll do some showing. No, you will come on the 24th. You're coming on the 24th. Yeah, don't don't argue, you know, just go with what makes sense. That 12 dishes things ring, rings a bell. I was, sure I was reading something about traditional Christmases in Germany often having 12 dishes and each food represents something and has some kind of significant meaning yeah. in proceedings. Did you, did you know that in East Germany they have a very special Christmas dish with uh, that is served on a very special Christmas plate? So you have like in the middle this dent where you put meat like duck or goose or uh, pork or whatever it is. And then around it, you have these little nine holes, like, like you know, like individual egg cup holder kind of things. Mm -hmm. And then you have very, like, you know, you have bread and then you have uh, beetroot in one because beetroot is supposed to give you rosy cheeks for the next year. And each little thing that you have is, is um, uh, it symbolizes something. So you have um, meat with nine different things. And, mm -hmm. and it, to me, it looks like a German thali because that's what I know. And like you have like indents on the plate to serve different things at the same time. But then an Indian person, uh, Indian Twitter user put me in my place and said, no, that is definitely not a thali. So there, there goes my idea out the window. What's a thali? A thali is a, a metal, is it metal? It's, it's like a silver plate where you have like different, like do you have compartments, you have room for different things. Oh, yeah, yeah, and It yeah, keeps yeah. everything nice and separate. Like a, 
sort of a minty type dip and a sort of another type of dip and where you put your papa doms in, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And your dal and things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You, you've probably seen this. Oh, absolutely. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah, I've I've just looked it up. It's called the um is it Noinalai? It's called the Noinalai because it has nine things. Well that sounded very authentic, Nick. So hey, look, it's the first time I've said the word and it's gonna get a bit jordy. All right. You, you settle down over there. <laughs> and it's right, say it say it again, Dilly, and I'll try and I'll try and perfect my pronunciation. Noinalai. Noinalai. No. He's just butchering you, the German no, language each week. Hey, look, there's no way, there's no way I'm saying that. There's a lot of e's and i's in there, and vowels are never the strong suit of a Geordie accent. So, <laughs> as opposed to what else is hey, strong? Hey, hey, right, <laughs> listeners. Producer Simon's had one beer and he's getting feisty. So just watch out, watch out. It's only going to get worse. Was it beer you were drinking? I thought you were drinking whiskey on the sleigh. No, no, it's beer. Oh. He's, he's got, he's got, the, he's Kush. got the fighting, the fighting rage of a whiskey drinker, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fueled by beer, <laughs> the general obstinance that comes from drinking whiskey. Um, no, no, saying like the like like it's the same thing as kind of what I was saying uh, about this, like the, the twelve dishes. Um, this is um, like the bratwurst has something to do with like the preservation of warmth and strength. It says here, sauerkraut is um, so life doesn't get too sour, and sort of all the foods have a particular meaning. in in this uh, um uh, tradition, mm. which is, uh, I quite like that. I quite like that there being meanings behind it, mm. but I'm not sure necessarily about the mushrooms and the beets or the carp and herring that is an option here. Um, I find fish it's such an uh, unappealing food. So, Oh, you're talking to an island girl. I'm, I'm, I'm an island boy and I don't like fish. Oh, look at that. One person from England who remembers that he that he comes from an island. Jesus, honestly, <laughs> is this what it's going to be? Just just festive abuse from you two. Uh, We're all island dwellers, right? All of us. We've got Sri Lanka, and New Zealand, and um, and Britain. It's a common bond. It was say. a common bond. But I was thinking, actually, yeah. what the other week because because we were talking about Christmas. How all our traditions, despite us living having lived on different continents or been born on different continents. Uh, are all interconnected because uh, you were talking about like Christmas cake and, and everything Dilly was saying like resonated with me mm. and uh, obviously Simon last week you were talking about uh, making mince pies and that definitely has a connection so it's interesting how many of the traditions that we uphold kind of intersect I think it's called point. colonialism oh yeah here we go <laughs> of course it's colonialism and it's all your <laughs> fault Nick there isn't there isn't someone in Sri Lanka making making a, a a rich fruit cake with a load of alcohol. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I know, but they're not doing it because because it was like a a standard tradition of the local area, is it? It's definitely a British person turning up with a bottle of sherry and going like, "Let's ward off the malaria by drinking this." <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's cute. My mother's making date cake this time, so she's going oh, right, uh, nice. very anti-colonial. Is that is that a more tr traditionally Sri Lankan kind of festive no. option? It's just easier no. to make. I, I would have said dates. I mean, dates they pop up quite a lot in, in 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 British festive kind of gifts. But again, I think it's a colonial thing, right? It's like, oh look, look what we found. Look what we discovered. We discovered dates. I was going to say because you don't grow dates in the UK, do you? No, no, no you don't. Uh, 
No, we definitely don't. There isn't much of that knocking around, to be perfectly frank. It would be... Um, uh, but I, I just, I, there's um, there's a, a class I teach on on um, empire at university, and uh, one of the slides has a picture of I think it's like an empire pudding, and it's basically all the ingredients come from different parts of the empire, mm. and and so like it, it smacks of something like um, the Victorian era where getting an orange and a date was like getting an Xbox. And it probably had to be like candied orange peel because no orange would survive like the f 40 month <laughs> uh, ship journey. <laughs> so. hey, but that's why we get IPA, isn't it? Because there's a distinctive um, sort of taste and, and amount of hops that come with IPA is because it would slosh around in a, in a ship for for five months or something as it got made its way to India. Probably fermented in its own juice. Basically, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of recipes that they kind of... Ginger have... preserve ginger preserve, and uh, candied. Yeah, anything, candied. anything that stews, you know? Yeah. Different kinds of uh, raisins. Mm -hmm. You have the sultanas and whatnot. What, uh, one Christmas tradition that I really do miss uh, from Sri Lanka is... So, my parents live... I, I may have mentioned this before. My parents live down a street of very many neighbors and you have like... Muslim neighbors, you have uh, Buddhist neighbors. And when it's a Muslim thing, then we get food from people. Like, for instance, if they are celebrating Eid, then uh, they send us a plate of food. And, uh, you know, they have like really nice puddings and, and like fancy biryanis and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like uh, on the Sri Lankan New Year's Day, 14th of April, for instance, you get like my parents get breakfast from one house and lots of plates of sweets from several others. And on Christmas Day, they send food to all the neighbors mm -hmm. uh, or, or like neighbors drop by because they know that it's Christmas and that we have like nice food at home and they get something. And this exchange of food throughout the year is something I miss. And it's very Christmassy to me to like be cooking like a huge vat of rice and to have to be sharing that before we sit mm -hmm. down for the meal. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's big. It's, it's kind of, uh, it sort of intersects with certain things we do in Britain, but like sharing of food, it's, it's a really just, it's a nice way of ingratiating yourself with the, your local community, I think. Mm -hmm. Statistic, especially if you've got one that's made up of lots of different cultures. I do wonder what your neighbours would make of it if you knocked around with the uh, with a, with a big thing of uh, biryani or like you had a massive load of rice. Do you reckon your neighbours would would feel the same way? Oh, in Weissenfels here, I don't know. I think one tried to like hit me up the other day. Oh, uh, <laughs> made a connection. No, is did it you? hit me up or hit on me? Hit hit on you. Hit me up is. Something else. Something else hit on me, and um, I, I, uh, I think I posted about it on Twitter. I tried to like pet his dog. I thought when you wrote that because you wrote the tweet about having some weird interaction and it being instigated because you'd let your guard down mm. because you'd you'd petted a dog. But I thought that was something to do with him saying something that was like kind of kind of racist. But like it wasn't that. It was to do with them trying to. It, trying to trying to hit on you? No, I think I think I think he just saw me, and it felt icky because I felt like okay, someone sees me all bundled up in my winter jacket. Okay, I shouldn't even be body shaming myself, but like, 
I'm at my most unattractive, bundled up in a Jack Wolfskin winter jacket, which which is the most shapeless, sexless garb you can have in your closet. And, and this man like sizes me up for my romance and childbearing potential. Why did, why did the childbearing potential come in? Because Was he that... asked me whether I have a family. Oh, right. Was that one of the questions? And, Was... and whether I have children. I mean, the questions kept fucking coming. My God. And it just felt really weird. I mean, I thought I'd left this behind in my 20s, you know. These sort of unwelcome advances from strange men on German roads. I've, I've had this before. Some people shouldn't be allowed to engage in small talk, though. I mean, if that's your opening gambit, it's, it's like, are you are you of childbearing age? <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of reproductive capacity uh, do you have? Yeah. As, I mean, it's really disgusting. I mean, you, you can read between. I mean, there's nothing much to read between the lines. The lines are, it's pretty much there. It's uh, very disconcerting. But were you a little bit flattered or? No, I wasn't. I mean, this was one of those someone's old grandpa in his sweatpants walking someone's dog kind of situation. There was no flattery to be taken. It wasn't that the hunky the hunky neighbor next door. That wasn't the the vibe you were getting. I do, in fact, live uh, very close to the fire station, ah. and I am told reliably that uh, firemen, told? our fire people, are very firefighters. Firefighters. I am told very reliably that firefighters are all the rage uh, when it comes to one's sexual fantasies. I mean, the uh, firefighters are. Uh, uh, renowned for being like pretty hot i think the firefighters uniform gives you a, a hotness 50 percent bonus i think that's how is it, it works is it a uniform thing because the military uniforms don't do it for me i love the way you're asking this question oh oh is it a uniform thing but is it I, i'm wondering i thought it was just the ability like you know the training the fact that you <laughs> live life on the edge every day i th i thought that's right. the appeal I didn't know it was a uniform thing, like the Pride so and Prejudice. So I think Prejudice. we've learned something about Dilly here. Dilly's, <laughs> Dilly's Pacadillo. Dilly's Pacadillo is competence. Just like competence and training. You better change it's the like, subject. This is not looking good, Dilly. It's, I mean, it's really. like, oh, right. I tell you what I found really hot about him. He did his bills. <laughs> he can, do, yeah. my, he can mm. do my tax returns in Germany. Steuerklärung. In fairness, I would I, I, I married my wife for basically that that that, that at least thirty percent of our relationship is based on her ability to do admin. So, I it's one of the first things I asked my boyfriend on our first date. Like he said, he's in finance, and I was like, "Oh, do you do your own story, Claro? Because that would have been really hot to me. <laughs> um, he didn't, but there was other things. In the return, I think at least forty percent of my wife's attraction to me is my ability to lift heavy objects and and reach high high that's shelves. Nice. I think yeah. that's yeah. that that's definitely what in the equation. So, well, my wife's short, much shorter than I am. So, and I'm six foot four, six foot three, six foot four, something like that. So, um, I, I can reach pretty. Hey, I'm not bragging, right? But I can pretty much reach any shelf. <laughs> I get any shelf, point on a shelf, I can probably reach it. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's quite it's quite a useful skill to have. Yeah, yeah, you know? I can see that. I can I can see danger coming from a distance. That's what everyone's looking for in a maze. He can re re reach like the lemons at the back. He can really like reach for it. Exactly. Well, I mean, this sort of leads back to a tweet that we received a couple of weeks ago that suggested having our partners on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I think we I, I suspect we all reacted to that tweet with the. 
belly laugh that was was surely the appropriate reaction because I was like, there's no way my wife would sort of reduce herself to demean herself to come on the podcast and talk about me or anything else for that matter. My my boyfriend just um so he's home and he's using my inability to converse with him while doing the podcast to steal all the chocolates I got from my school today. He's, oh, strategic. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean that's the kind of opportunistic anti podcast person I'm with. As long as it's as long as he's just taking all the domino stein, then I don't mind because those things can get in the bin. What? What have you got against domino stein? That's they are their worst. They were like like it's Turkish delight, and then domino stein. Well, Jesus hey, Christ! You come of, you come from the land of bleh, Cadbury. Bleh, I don't think you're in a bleh. position to complain. <laughs> hey, I never said hey. Don't don't label me with the Cadbury just because I have a British passport doesn't mean that I represent everything Cadbury. about Britain. Come on now, Cadbury come on now. Homage. Open your mind, Dilly. Be a bit bro broaden your horizons. I am British. Britain is not me. Come on now. <laughs> hey, um, just for the <laughs> just for the unknowing, what's this Domino Stein thing? They're like a um, like a chocolate covered square that have like a what kind of, what is in the middle of it it's like marzipan or I, something I, isn't it? Is it so you have you have like a, a bottom of lebkuchen so that's like gingerbread like spicy gingerbread mm -hmm. uh, and then you have a, a, a layer of jam and mm -hmm. fuck i have to google the third layer oh, oh wait, sorry what was that what was that Dilly? what was that if it is what not that, marzipan Main ingredients, Leibkuchen, sour cherry or apricot jelly, marzipan, marzipan. There is no marzipan <laughs> in Domino Steiner. It is, right, this is from the Domino Stein Wikipedia. I apologize, listener, but I am going to be pedantic about this. It is a layered confection that, uh, that has a base of Leibkuchen, a middle layer of jelly from mm -hmm. sour cherries or apricots, mm -hmm. and a top layer of ding, 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 marzipan or perisipan. Order Persipan. Order Chocoladen. Is it Perisip Perisipan? Perisipan. What is I've never Persipan? heard that word before. <laughs> I, um, apparently, it's a material used in confectionery. It is similar to marzipan, but instead of almonds, it's made with apricot or peach. I knew there was like a Turkish delight okay. element I've to never it. had it with marzipan, so... Yeah, they, they, can, they can both go in the bin, uh, to be uh, honest. No, no. Okay, so what's your problem with Turkish delight? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not great, is it? Yeah, what's your problem Turkish delight? I mean, okay, let's 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 separate it slightly. Are we talking Turkish delight from like a uh, a market in in Istanbul, or are we talking about Turkish delight that I would get Terry's Turkish delight from a corner shop in the UK? Because if it's the first Ooh, one, what have I'm you got in. against corner shops in the UK? No, it's where you buy your confectionery from. Corner shop. Jesus, you know, it feels like you're, you're just laying landmines in front of me and <laughs> seeing if I can dive you're around really the way. Hey, into it. I didn't. How did I step? Right, come on. Like, th let's be honest. All I said was that it's it's like a a, uh, Jeez, a, a sweet there. a sweet a sweet that you get from a corner shop. I apologize for saying corner shop. I didn't know that that was no longer acceptable in polite society. It is a shop that it happens to be located on the corner of a street, but let's not think too much about it. Um, but that is usually where there. you buy sweet. Uh -huh. Yeah, where am I going to buy fucking Smarties in the UK, the local supermarket? Yeah. Come on, kids. Catch up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the Tesco's Metro. <laughs> 
my 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 local corner shop is delightful. It's one of my favourite places in the it, entire no, world. It, I'm just it occurs to me to ask: Is there anything you actually like to eat? I mean, if you you know, I'm just I like everything, but like this Domino Stein is shit. Like they just are, and so are the bog standard crappy British Turkish delight that you get, and you ain't gonna sell me. So on that. Simon, like Domino Steiner, it has is like because it has this uh, layer of uh, apricot jam in it. Mm. It has this sour sweet. A chocolatey oh. taste to it. It's really nice. You should try it because you bite through all the three layers, and they're very distinct layers. If you're into that sort of thing, my wife's been lecturing me a lot recently about having to combine. Um, when when you're eating, you've got to combine sweet and sour, and mm-hmm. and she's been quite scientific about it. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, when I ask her where did you learn all this, she says, "Oh, TikTok." And and that bothers me a little bit. That. The fountain of her all her knowledge at the moment's TikTok. I okay, I'm you're not TikTok. reacting, it's, Zilly. It's is are you in, in her camp as well? That, that I am TikTok in her sh- camp. I learned quite a bit from TikTok, like how to make chili oil, uh, crunchy chili oil, for instance. Um, I I don't want to interrupt, but 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 Simon, oh, you've got to be anyway. wary because Diddy. Dilly, Dilly will turn on you. Dilly's going to turn on you any second. She's going to, she's going to take take your wife's side, and she's going to call you a moron. Just wait. I'm just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. You, you don't you have the guts to call you a moron yourself? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you call me a moron. No, I on, haven't. On, uh, on mic and off and off. You know, not in so many words because you're yeah, delightful. I, I, but, I have never but, called but... anyone a moron. Not in the last few years. Not this week. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could start now. And uh, Domino Stein is really nice. And I'm very, I, I think your wife's uh, fountain of knowledge has a pretty good source. I mean, there's lots of knowledge to be gleaned from TikTok when it comes to cooking. I, I, well, finally, actually, I have to, I actually have to agree because we've had, like, my wife's a really good cook. And it's quite often I say, oh, well, this is really good. She, she just goes to me and says, yeah, TikTok. I mean, yeah. so Did much you, of what she's getting is from TikTok at the moment. Were you not the one who sent us like photo after photo of like Persian crunchy rice, uh, oh, uh, so molasses glazed lamb and yeah. Uh, yeah. fancy, fancy dessert? And I mean, that was that not you, Simon? Yes, it was me. And, and I had it again for leftovers tonight. And I'll tell you what, it was just as good. Oh, it must have been so much even better. Hey, in some ways it was because there was getting the portions right because there was, okay, there was plenty of rice left. There wasn't so much lamb left. There was enough mm. lamb, but there was still heaps of the um, the Greek yogurt and feta and heavily garlic sauce that was on mm. the carrots and mixing that in with the rice and the lamb and the oh. carrots. And the stew, oh, and, and also the Brussels sprouts um, salad, which was probably maybe – you know, third place getter in the whole thing, but but mm-hmm. but still pretty pretty good. Oh, look at that! And so, and you still have like, uh, and you still want to second guess your wife's fountain of knowledge and the sources? Well, it's more. It's not really second guessing my wife. It's I. I think it's more. I just. I mean, I I heard the other day that TikTok has become now the most popular social media channel, and mm-hmm. um, that's definitely not I, Twitter. I, yeah, yeah. It, it it just scares me a little bit. I guess I guess because because okay, we've all lost half an hour to TikTok, haven't we? I mean, this is the thing with TikTok. It it, mm, it scares yeah. me, and I I stay yeah. away from it because I'm so scared of of losing half a day to TikTok. I yeah. really am. Yeah. Are you a big user on TikTok, uh, Nick? 
And uh, no, I avoid it like the fucking plague. I think it's honestly, it, I, I feel my oldest when anyone talks about TikTok, I just think it's utter shite. I think that the, the, the amount of good stuff you're probably going to get, you'll find circling on other social media platforms. Whereas what the major, vast majority of stuff you get is just shitty algorithm recommendations. And it's just like, you might get six good recipes after two hours of watching absolute cack. I guess the other, the other thing, I think it's kind of like Instagram used to be like 10, 10 years ago, maybe 13 years ago or something like that, where people have become famous through it. And so the vast majority of content that's being uploaded is people desperately trying to become famous via, via like a viral video, which is why all these sort of challenges and stuff get, like people are desperate for that. It's not even a 15 minutes of fame anymore. It's like five minutes of fame that people are desperately clawing over. Okay, my general opinion is I think you can control that to a certain extent by curating what you watch and what you listen to, what you what you read, mm. et cetera. Um, and, and that's why on all the platforms, I tend to just go for the the option of, of following or reading what I, people I follow rather than having sort of a general feed come at me because it, I, there's just too much trash out there. But it, keeping your list of who you're following relatively short and just following their content, that's, that's, um, that, that works better for me, I would say. I don't know. I mean, it sort of leads, it, we, we have a, a discussion caught on most weeks about a particular, particular YouTuber that, um, I have a, um, an animosity towards, and and I think the reason I have animosity towards that particular YouTuber who will remain nameless, because I'm not telling tales out of school, but like, the, and and for the similar reason to the stuff I don't like on TikTok is they find a, a methodology and then that's that's it, that's all their videos are that thing, the focus on that topic that got them like made them go viral once one time, or or you get like shit recipes from people who know they're making shit recipes so that people will then tweet it and post Instagram pictures about it or like share it like where it's like, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to make Christmas dinner in one pan and it's going to be made of like just utter shite and it's going to look disgusting. And then I'm going to like taste it and tell you it looks amazing. And then someone's going to do a reaction video to it. And it's a whole kind of ecosystem of, of, shite really and i'm kind of like ugh. the the stuff you do see from tiktok that's generally quite good it's usually very well well made or it's been very it's, it's not kind of rough around the edges stuff like the best recipes are usually coming from people who have invested a lot of time and in, in making them i can't imagine that lamb recipe was coming from mm. some kid in, in their kitchen like oh i've just discovered the greatest lamb recipe ever it'd be like really polished and well made so it, it, it sort of i find that just a little bit unsatisfying but in saying that i'm i'm constantly looking at stuff on youtube and it's just youtube's just an older version of tiktok with a shitter algorithm so i can't really say anything but you always know if something's good on tiktok because it'll be on a youtube short it'll have like filtered its way through or it'll appear on twitter or if you wait 10 weeks it'll appear on facebook or something but you or someone will send it to you which is where I usually get most TikTok content because I'm not really actively on there. But um, I do, I, do, I don't know. Every time I seem to go on, I, every time I've gone on and looked for something, it's just been 
it's been a hellscape more than anything else. But um, if it if it's producing those lamb recipes, the pictures you showed mm. us of that lamb was so good. Like I, I I was just so jealous. I've already got jealous about other people's dinner options, but I was like, oh my god, I'd murder someone for that. <laughs> Actually, this reminds me. I made a really nice uh, chicken dish today for my boyfriend. Uh, chicken thighs with lots of tomato paste and spices. It was marinating in the fridge for like one week in the freezer. I really realized now I could have just added some molasses and it would have been like really sweet, sour. Mm. Like pomegranate molasses. Molasses is the, mm. the, secret, the secret recipe, isn't it? Yeah. Did, you put, makes everything did you put it on nice rice? Yeah. Okay. Rice cooked um, and then garnished with a bit of butter, cardamoms, cloves, star anise mm. and stuff. Very spicy. Yeah, that's, that's all very, it's all very um, festive spices, aren't they? Like all of the ones you just mes- mentioned, they're all ones that inevitably pop up in some kind of festive recipe I think of course it's the English guy who thinks that all the spices are festive it's just spices I use every day oh oh jeez <laughs> she's brutal isn't she honestly yeah, magical merriment of my ass sorry 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 for trying to segue but I'll, I'll I'll stop doing that on the podcast and you can just keep talking about your random selection of spices and TikTok videos but anyway it's very it's very combative I didn't realize this was going to be the festive fair that we were up against anyway does anyone fancy a game I don't think we can say no can we I have a feeling it's going to be forced upon us anyway. Well, I'm not a force on anyone but unless you want to sit here on dead air for the next half an hour which I'm sure the listeners don't <laughs> Give us a good game, Nick. <laughs> oh, no, don't sound too excited. I apologize Yay, for having spent 45 for minutes writing these questions. Mm. I'll, just not, I'll, just not, I'll just not bother. You, have you got a game there, Simon, that you want to play? No, I'm not really big on games. <laughs> All right, interesting. Thank you very much. Your warm, your warm uh, regards um, is, is really uh, making all the effort I'm putting in uh, seem worthwhile. Um, geez, listeners, you're really getting an insight into what I have to put up with on a weekly basis. It's lucky I don't have to go around their houses and cattle prod them to get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth wall's really come down tonight, hasn't it? I mean, I mean, it's lucky I just, it's lucky I've got piles and piles of blackmail. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't even have a podcast. <laughs> what can you blackmail me with? I know that's the beauty of blackmail. I'm going to hold it over your head. I'm not going to tell yeah, you what I it know. is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the definition of blackmail, which nobody asked you. I'm just asking what you're going to blackmail me with. I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to tell you. Ugh, that's not good blackmail. Uh, no, oh, no, it's not good blackmail <laughs> if I publicize it. Come on. Uh, at least at least have to have some demands. <laughs> Sorry. I'm wrestling. I'm, <laughs> my son's falling asleep on my lap, which is great, which is exactly what we wanted. But um, he basically becomes like a, um, like a, a potato sack um, full of full of uh, spanners or something. It's like really hard to kind of keep them balanced. Two seconds. There we go. Do you think Nick has this up. effect on listeners that they also fall asleep at some point? Oh, honestly, there we go. I guess it'd be easy to manage if he was smaller. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we, all? <laughs> wouldn't we all? It would be so much easier. Yeah. I mean, given that so many people listen to podcasts when they're when they're trying to go to sleep. It does make sense. Um, right. I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a quick break? I'll put this baby in a bed, and then I'm going to ask you some goddamn questions, and you're going to like it, all right? Yeah, all right? So, listeners, I did promise you some kind of game, and I may have taken 40 minutes over these uh, particular questions, or I may not. You be the judge. 
by how good these questions are. We're going to play a festive German edition of Would You Rather. Now, the rules of Would You Rather are pretty basic. I'm going to pose two options to Dilly and Simon, and they are going to have to choose them. But given that every option has a um, significant um, upside and a significant downside, the aim is to make the the two options rather complicated to choose between. Uh, and uh, the way we'll work it is, uh, because Dilly's been so, um, um, was, did I say festive merriment? I think it's just belligerent again. It's back to belligerent magical like last week. Merriment. Magical, magical merriment. I think you said magical merriment. Magically belligerent. Uh, we'll mix the two together. Uh, we're, we're gonna ch I'm going to choose Dilly to go first uh, with the answer. So I want to see you working, guys. I want to see you working. So here's my first would you rather Germany edition question. Now, would you rather speak German fluently, but every time you pronounce an umlaut, you make a weird high-pitched screeching sound, or have the most comfortable pair of house shoes you've, that have ever been made, but never be able to remove them? I'll say that again. Would you rather speak German fluently, but every time you pronounce an umlaut, you make a weird high-pitched screeching sound, or would you like to have the most comfortable pair of house shoes, but never be able to remove them? Dilly, on your shoulders. I have a question. Talk to me. Which I have a question. You can ask any question you like. I, Go ahead. Are you repeating your questions because you have only three? No, I'm repeating the questions because I'm not entirely sure that either of you are listening. So <laughs> uh, I'm doing, and I'm doing the listener a favor. I think he has only three questions. He's trying to like take up time. Like all no, no, grand quiz masters. I'm not going to tell you how many I have, but I have enough. Okay. I have enough. Don't worry. So, what do you think, Dilly? When it comes to me, I think I do the high-pitched umlaut anyway, so it's nothing I have to wish for. I think I'm going to go with the house shoe because I have to. But you don't have a concern that you'll, you can't remove them at all. So you can't remove them in the shower. You can't remove them in bed. You will permanently be wearing these house shoes. What kind of fucking genie are you? You're a terrible genie. And, and yeah, no, I never said I was a good genie. Yeah. I just, I You're am, I am what genie. I am, kids. So you, that's ultimately what it comes down. While you're mulling that over, I'm going to throw it over to Simon. What do you think? Okay, uh, at the at the risk of of losing respect, not from just you two, but mm. probably anyone listening, if anyone still respects me who's listening. I pretty much live in Crocs most of the time at home. So <laughs> so I'm kind of already doing this, you know. I, okay, I don't wear them to bed. I think I have worn Crocs in the shower once for medical reasons. So I'm sort of already done it. So no, I think I'd probably have to go with the German with the high, high-pitched umlaut because that's something I haven't achieved yet, whereas I think I probably have achieved the, the super comfortable house shoes. What medical reasons do you have for wearing shoes with holes in the shower? <laughs> I wanted to ask that question so much. I desperately want to ask that question. Because, I was like, I mean, I'm not going to ask that difference. question. It's not like you have a plaster on your foot. It's going to get wet anyway. I'm not curious. <laughs> Put me out of my misery, Simon. Oh, Dilly, Dilly, I've, I've forgiven you for the first half of the podcast. I'm back on board. I'm back on Team Dilly. Go for it. Keep it up. Um... <laughs> I, I get to edit this, so anything I say, I'm going to cut out. Um, I yeah, I, I don't know. I just I've found I I can't honestly I can't remember, but I did find myself in the shower wearing Crocs once. I'm sure of it. Medical reasons just made it sound too like better, right? 
like fancy. Well, yeah, because I couldn't think of a reason why I was in the shower with the Crocs on, but I must have been in for <laughs> it some sounds, reason. It sounds, it sounds better than I, I was too lazy to take them off, which is clearly the obvious answer. <laughs> I just loved them so much I didn't take them off. Yeah. So Simon actually thinks the second part of the question is a dream. <laughs> yeah, that he's always wanted to achieve. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so Simon, you've chosen the fluent German with the high pitched screeching I'll sound. Dilly, what are you going for? Which of my my terrible choices are you choosing? I'm the creature of my comforts. I go with Crocs. Uh, sorry, house shoe. House shoes, indeed. Don't. Yeah, I mean you can have Crocs, but you'll have to call them house shoes. Uh, I'm afraid. Okay. I think we've all learned a little bit more about you on that first question. Mm -hmm. Let's see how you handle question number two. Out of three. Okay. Okay. Now there's there's more. I, I'd stop denigrating my quiz. I was back <laughs> on your team and now I'm off your team. It's going to be a very, it's a very complex emotions you're putting me through here. You're really putting me through the ringer. Um, would you rather have an abundant supply of something from your home country that you can never find in Germany, but every time you eat said item it gives you the most disturbing flatulence imaginable or you only eat your favorite german food for every meal but you never need to pay or prepare for it so i'll say that again would you rather have an abundant supply of something from your home country that you can never find in germany but every time you eat that said item it gives you the most disturbing flatulence or you only eat for every single meal your favorite german food but that meal it, you never need to pay or prepare for it Dilly, what's your thoughts? Is this the first time you've said flatulence on the podcast? <laughs> I believe it might be. I think it is the first time I've said flatulence. I was quite happy. So yeah. One thing to check on the list. I felt like it was better to say the formal flatulence than the informal, given the high standards we have on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Good call. Good call. There's a Sri Lankan shop, so I'm never in need of anything that I can't, uh, that I want from Sri Lanka. Uh, I have everything I need here, even cashew nuts, although it's not the same grade of cashew nuts that I find here. It's like short, tiny pieces of someone, you know, leftovers of whatever someone's nibbled on. But imagine you could you can have anything. You could have like a fruit that's really hard to get hold of. I know how much you love a, a, a random fruit that grows in some garden somewhere. Or it could be like anything that you desperately, like something you ne never can get, get hold of. There must be something. No that you can never oh. find. Oh, really? I mean, luckily for you, like all fruit that I know from Sri Lanka can be bought here. You just need to know where. You just need to do your research. Or just ignore it and eat some bananas. That's that's also The okay. two kinds of bananas in German supermarkets. <laughs> three, three. I found a third one. There's Del Monte. There's, uh, um, is it the, um, uh, what were the ones that we were talking Benito? about? The, no, that's a no, brand. You're talking about different brands. Did you find three different brands of one banana? Yeah, because the other ones, the other one is Raver's own brand of bananas. Yeah, that's a brand. That's not a real kind of banana. That, <laughs> it doesn't count as three kinds of banana. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, world. you're hopeless in fruit. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to lambast my, my inability to eat any other fruit than apples and bananas. So you're going to go with the uh, eat your favorite German food for every meal but you never need to pay or prepare for it. Is that what you're going to go for, Dilly? Yeah. You you know, this is not even a hard bargain. This is just... Can I can I lodge a formal complaint about your quiz-making abilities? C certainly, of course. Um, I, I'll just, I'll just uh, go get the head of the, head of the quiz board <laughs> for the decades from home. One second. I'll just, I'm just going. I'm just going to come back. 
Hi, how can I help you? I'm the head of the quiz board. Uh, we, I hear you want to make a complaint. Dilly, what was, would that complaint be? If you know Nick Houghton. Ah, no, no I'm... one's listening. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Simon, uh, what, do you, what do you think? So, so, so we have a dog and because it's, it's some sort of marital clause that the dog's allowed to sleep on the bed, though he only spends about half the night on the bed. But he usually positions himself so that his bum is pointing at us quite close. So I'm kind of used to living with constant foul flatulence. Now, other people in my family might say there are other people who are generating constant foul flatulence in their family, and I'm, I don't want to make any comment about that. So I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> kind of attracted to the whole favorite German food thing. Dilly desperately wants to make a comment about it. You can I see did. it on her face. It was, she was totally just desperate, desperate to say something. So sorry, Simon, say again. Which one are you going to go for? The, you're having to suffer some piece of... Was it your favorite German meal? You, you eat your favorite German meal for every every meal, but you never need to prepare it or pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's, like, it's actually a tough choice because... Yeah, I, but is there anything that I really... I mean, I guess Fijoas from New Zealand would be nice. Some New Zealand chocolate, which you can't get here. Cookie Times, which is a type of cookie. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit torn. I guess probably... No, probably the New Zealand thing, because I don't mind the flatulence. I can deal with that. Okay, so we're gonna, Simon's going to go for the flatulence. And Dilly, you're going to go for... I'm very smell sensitive, so much so that my European boyfriend had to learn to shower twice. So, <laughs> what was the other thing? See, this is the thing with your quiz. Like, I, I can remember one option, but when I choose not to go for that option, I yeah, can't. I don't think that's the a problem one. with the quiz, I, though, Dilly. I see. Yeah. I, I see. I see that. Uh, I see that you you took the the. Um, the, the expert module in German complaining at the Volkshochschule then. I did. Um, yeah. I that, wrote yeah. It, I did. Um, so your options are to repeat again, uh, that you can get a food stuff that you can't find um, usually in Germany from your home country, mm -hmm. uh, but every time you eat it, it gives you disturbing flatulence, or you can have your favorite German food, but you have to have it for every, every meal, uh, although you don't need to pay or prepare it. I will go for the German meal that I don't have to prepare. I, I love any meal that I don't have to prepare because I prepare so many meals. I It's a luxury when I'm cooked for. Life is so hard for Dilly. Uh, everyone, mm. um, have a thought for Dilly as she <laughs> has to cook dinner in the evenings. Um, Do you see my okay, Chinese elbow move. band? And, and, yeah, I was going to say, this, yeah. this is my tiny violin that I'm playing for you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, question three, not the final question, Dilly, just question three. Um, would you rather wear tracked in every day for a year, but the, at the end of that year, receive a full wardrobe of clothes of your choosing or get a free pass to Oktoberfest, but have to drink exactly seven massive beer? Okay, I'm going to say that again. Would you rather wear tracked in every day for a year, but at the end of that year, receive a full wardrobe of clothes of your choosing? Or you get a free pass to Oktoberfest, but you have to drink exactly seven litres of beer. Oh, you and your accent. I was like, you know, twice I had to wonder what free pasta is about. I said seven mass. It's not my fault you no, can't you said separate free two words. No, to I say free a free pass. A free, to pass Oktoberfest. free pass, seven mass. It rhymes, it's true. <laughs> 
what is the first thing you said? Like, uh, f- I have to wear a free track? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, Ellie. Uh, Simon's the one who's been drinking and I'm the one who's sleep deprived from having a small child and you're the, still the one who can't listen to the question. Um, okay. Would you rather, Dilly? Now, concentrate. Are you listening? Concentrate. Would you rather wear Tracton every day what for is a, a year? Dindle Lederhosen. Ah. Your choice. Okay. Would you rather wear Dindle or Lederhosen every day for a year, but at the end of that year receive a full wardrobe of clothes of your choosing, or get a free pass to Oktoberfest, but you have to drink exactly seven massive beer, which equates to seven liters of beer? I'm scared to ask, but Dilly, what do you think? I'm going to go with the secret option number three. No, there is no secret option number three. Dilly, play the game. Stop. Do you know what this is, Simon? I bet if we played Monopoly, Dilly would be like, I'll be the banker. I'll be the banker. Oh, oh, I'm just going to loan myself a couple of thousand pounds or whatever. And then, oh, I've just bought Pall Mall. I'm Ace at Scrabble, by the way. Yeah, because you cheat. Yeah, clearly. That is a word. It is a word. See, it is a word. Yeah. <laughs> it is a word. <laughs> Falumph. It is a word. <laughs> Zebel. It definitely is a word. <laughs> right, Dilly. There is no option number three. You've got two options. Okay, I'm going to go for the uh, the wearing the lederhosen. Can I wear lederhosen? You can if you like. Okay, yes. I will wear lederhosen. Equal opportunities here. For a whole year. Okay. For a whole year. year. Same and in summer, I will stay inside. What you're not sharing with us so far, Dilly, is why. I think I think that's part of the game. The spirit of the game is to explain why. Why that? Why are you making that choice? Because I don't like the second option that I don't remember now. I know that I didn't <sighs> like it. I just don't Drinking remember what it was. Dilly's got Dilly's a goldfish memory. That's what it is. It's difficult. It's difficult being on a podcast with Dilly because she doesn't remember what happened 10 seconds beforehand. <laughs> It makes linking really difficult, but we make our way through it because we're very forgiving on the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Dilly, you the the idea of drinking seven liters That's of beer the thing. is See, drinking uh, seven liters of anything is is torture, and particularly when it's alcohol. Not that I frown upon you drinking your 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 way through all your beer during the podcast. I mean, you can do that. I don't judge you for it, Simon. Do you want my answer, Nick? I do indeed. Can you remember? Do I need to repeat the question? <laughs> um, this is a no-brainer for me because clothes are not that important to me anymore because, you know, being an older person. And um, <laughs> w- why would I do that for a whole year? Whereas, I mean, the idea of actually drinking seven beers, seven mass, what's the plural of mass? Mass. It was a dust mass. Is it massin? And maybe it's. I'm sure it's. I'm sure the plural is just mass. Yeah. But this is where the listener is screaming at their yeah. uh, uh, podcast. But the, the listener should appreciate that we're interested in the topic of what's the the plural of mass. I mean, I, I know it, it's it, it, at least we're not just you know. Okay, could you look more thrilled and interested, Dilly? I'm not sure. Um, anyway, moving on to my rationale is well the second part of it is that it, even if i have to drink seven mass um it's only in one lengthy session it's over and done with within a day and then you can go on and be a normal person again so that's actually i mean i, I probably would not enjoy it 
after about the fourth one. But if there was a toilet handy, then no worries. It's good. And um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a no-brainer for me. Okay. I mean, that's a fair. I've, I've got the uh, the plural. I think it is uh, Massa or Massen is the, the, the two options. Oh, okay. But um, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Dilly, Dilly gave us an answer. I'm scared to keep asking going back to Dilly because she might just come up with like another option that she's decided. Right. Question four. Now, listen, Dilly. Listen. Oh, All right, you've got you. two ears and, and one mouth, which means you should be using your ears oh, more Jesus. than you're using your mouth now, isn't it? That's, <laughs> I'm having to use the strategies of, that I use <laughs> on my daughter to, to speak to you, Dilly, and you haven't even been drinking. Um, okay, would you rather have to sing the whole German national anthem whenever you enter a room, but every time you do, everyone loves it and gives you a standing ovation, or have a blast music, traditional Bavarian band, follow you around all day, soundtracking your every move. So I'll repeat that. Would you rather have to sing the whole German national anthem whenever you enter a room, but everyone loves it and gives you a standing ovation, or have a blast music band, this Bavarian traditional band, follow you around all day, soundtracking your every move? There's your two options. So Dilly, talk it out. Which would you prefer, to be singing or to have someone soundtracking your every movement? It's not the singing that bothers me. I mean, I would have to go with option one because I'm also very sound sensitive and light sensitive and smell sensitive. <laughs> You're just sensitive, aren't you, darling? That's what it is. <laughs> but the thing is, in the first option, I still have all the, like, you know, the, the um, regular applause to deal with. And that is also noise. I can stand my own singing, but I can't stand other people's applause. And just think about it, every time you enter the supermarket, you have to sing the entirety of the German national anthem. And then depending on how busy the supermarket is, you get lots and lots of people giving you a round of applause. Can I order my things online? <laughs> no one's stopping you. But every huh. time you enter any room, huh. any room at all. I, I will go with option one. I think I can do most of my, I can live my life out of one room. Okay, but that. you will have to go to the doctors eventually and you may have to get in a lift or you might go to the cinema or a library. Mm. Mm. You might have to get on a plane. These all count. That's not a room. But for, this, for the sake of argument in this instance, it is. Simon? Well, you, well, I, just, I just want to clarify. Um, so you will be universally adored. So when you go into these rooms and when you start singing, there's no nervousness or sense of being uncomfortable because you know that people are just going to love you. So imagine the first time it could be a little bit awkward, but then I know I'm going to do this and I'm going to get better at it because I'm going to do it all the time and people are going to love me. I mean, it's just going to be, you're going to be adored, right? I never said that you would sing it well or in tune. It's just that you will sing it, so you'll have the oh, same. I don't care about that. Voice. It's the reaction. But but people, but the reaction is people will will, love will it. be very happy. And, and did, believe yeah. me, I think you will get better. You know, ten thousand hours and all that, blah blah blah. So, but it depends. It depends because you might begin to feel a bit like a fraud because you know you're not very good at it, but yet people still see, seem to be very, um, very um, welcoming of you. Well, it doesn't matter if everyone's really. loving it, right? Yeah, it says a lot about you there. So. <laughs> I remember singing the German national anthem for the first time uh, at my citizenship ceremony. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I can I have this old uh, singing voice. Like, I, even when I was a kid, I had a very like an old person 
Oh, really? We've never heard that before. Shit. <laughs> do, 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 do you warble? I, I don't know what it is. I, I, is, that, is that what Tom Hiddleston does on some videos? No, I think he, that is, I that's I've ne- never gone searching for his videos. Um, well, that's saying a lot about you, Dilly, I think. Yeah, yeah. Now we know what she's looking up on TikTok. Oh, do you want to blackmail me about, about my... Well, I think no, you're doing no, no, it to yourself. We're, we're, really? You're different. You do that yourself. You've done that Tom yourself. Tom Hiddleston videos. Oh, God. Okay. Um, and I remember singing, singing the German national anthem and the woman next to me just whipped her head around. <laughs> 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 it was like, like, oh my God. half <laughs> opera like. I was having so much fun with it. I don't think she was though. Yeah. Yeah, my my mum's sort of not classically trained, but near enough. Um, and when we used to go to church, she'd always sing louder than everyone else, and it yeah, would just make sweet. all of us cringe. That's sweet. We'd all be like, "Oh, can we just can you sing normally, please?" <laughs> There's always one. Um, um, there you go. That's what we're looking for. But I I do want to follow up, Mike, because I actually haven't finished my answer because I actually have a real dilemma here because this Bavarian band that you talk about sounds awesome to me. So it's like, on the one hand, do I want to go for the adoration? you know, regardless of how good I am, or don't want to go with the band. And I just love brass bands. So, And and you might find yourself like intentionally falling over because that's going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah, they'll do the whole <laughs> yeah kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You'll be falling, throwing yourself downstairs. You could, and... you could really play to it, couldn't you? Yep. So you've sold oh, me. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely the band. Yep. Okay. So you're going blast music band. And Deli, you're going for... Is this quiz going to take long? Because my boyfriend just walked away with another bag of chocolates. <laughs> I'm going to be out of chocolates. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. He, he actually he actually texted me and asked me to add some extra questions. So, uh, yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going to the end of time. There's two more questions, Dilly. There's two more questions. All right. You, you can manage it if you listen. <laughs> I want to be adored. I'm okay, so you're going to be adored, adored and celebrate. And I knew that was, there was a reason why you were on the podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> Question number four. Would you rather never have to pay for your shopping ever again, but when the shop assistant scans your shopping, they throw it as hard as they can at your head, or have the shop assistant scan and help you pack your bags, but you have to wait in the queue for 20 minutes every time you go shopping? So that's your options. Would you rather have to uh, never have to pay for your shopping ever again, but when the shop assistant scans your, um, your products, they throw them at your head, or as hard as they can, or have the shop assistant helpfully pack your bags for you, but you have to wait in the, in the, any queue in any shop for 20 minutes every time you go. Who doesn't wait for 20 minutes in a German supermarket queue? People who shop efficiently and go early in the morning, you know. Ah, to be on paternity leave. Nice. Stop the lane, Dilly. Come on, what's your answer? Oh, now she's going to go, oh, what was the first one again? I've forgotten. <laughs> I've got a fourth option that I want to choose. <laughs> I'd rather not have things thrown at me, thank you. I'm going to go with number two. I mean, that's a reasonable position to take, not to have things thrown mm. at your head. Um, it's bad enough on I, the podcast. I, 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 I know, you have to duck a lot. Um, I suspect there's the, 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 you're quite patient in the queue, quite chipper. So that's probably going to do for you. I'm a patient person, have you not noticed? Nope, nope, definitely not noticed mm. that. Uh, <laughs> Simon, 
so yeah, I was thinking about this. I also not so keen on having things thrown at me. And I was thinking, well, if I knew it was twenty minutes and no more, no less, I would use that time. I'd either whip out the Duolingo, or I'd have mm. a, a podcast lined up that I would listen to because I'm always looking for time in my day to listen to a podcast. So I would use that time. You know, mm. it would just factor into my day. And um, yeah, so option two for me. Sorry for being so boring, but there you go. Yeah. Hey, it's some deep German efficiency you're enacting there, I think. Um, I think you've made some wise choices there. Okay, last question. Uh, you've done really well so far, Simon. Dilly. Fuck mm. you. Um, <laughs> so belligerent. Uh, okay, last question. Would you rather have the fastest possible internet connection in Germany but only be allowed to use Bing as your search engine and you have to have Microsoft XP as your operating system or have to communicate via fax for everything but always get a positive response. Okay, I'm going to repeat that again. Do you want the fastest possible internet connection in the whole of Germany but you're only allowed to use Bing as your search engine and you have to use an ancient version of Microsoft uh, as your operating system or... Would you like to uh, communicate via fax for everything, but you always get a positive response? And by the way, if you don't have a fax machine in your house, it means you're going to have to go to somewhere that has a fax machine to use it. I'm going to go with option number two. Why? Because I will always get a positive response. I like that. Uh -huh. I mean, imagine sending out job applications via fax. Always going to get positive responses. I can't live I mean, you just apply for jobs that you know you're not qualified for, but know they're very well paid, yeah, and then you're yeah. just definitely going to get yeah. them, 100%. Yeah. You could become a lawyer, but only do your court cases via fax, and always get, always <laughs> always get, get the like, right decision. Always get judgments in my favor. Okay, Simon. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to do a dilly here and start asking for some clarification questions, because if you, if you go with the second option, does that mean you don't have a computer whatsoever at home? No, no, you have a computer, but you just can't, like, you can't use WhatsApp to communicate. You can't use Messenger. Oh, you didn't say you WhatsApp. Hey, hey, you've had your turn. You back up now. You, you, can only, you can only communicate via fax. You can speak with anyone who's in the vicinity, but if you have to communicate further than that, you oh, have to use it. You're going to be traveling fax. a lot. Yeah, well, I, I don't have a fax machine at home, and I'm so I'm, funnily enough, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> you're the only German household that doesn't. Come on, you don't have a fax machine in your yeah. basement. Jeez. I um, I think I'll have to go for option one. I'm not happy about either of the choices. I, I this is of all the choices. I I think earlier everything else has been clear to me, or I've thought, oh, they so both sound good, but these both kind of suck by the sounds of things to me so you know, i think the less sucky one is is option one imagine asking your bank like sending a fax to your bank saying hey um mm -hmm. uh i i'm missing fifty thousand euros in my bank account and like oh okay here's your fifty thousand euros so yeah so now we know that dilly would just use her use her powers for for evil um it's very clear just uh, really let really let the side down at Christmas, you know. Just thinking about yourself. For having you more money to share said, with my I would, friends. Wow. I would do, I would do, I would donate all the money to good causes and to people who were 
less privileged. But no, she was just thinking about, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get that. I didn't that, even tell that, you that, what that, I'm that. gonna do with the fifty thousand euros. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We immediately yeah. thought always assuming the worst of me. You know, always assuming <laughs> the worst of me. I hate to say it, but it is because we know you. Anyway. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dilly. Merry Christmas, producer Simon. Merry Christmas, Nick. I hope you have a lovely, <laughs> a lovely and restful holiday season. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see each other again next week for for more weirdness. I promise, no more quizzes, though. Uh, I think I think we did okay. It was all right. Anyway, listener, and Merry Christmas to you. I hope you have a lovely christmas day on the 25th if that's how you celebrate or a lovely three christmas days over the 24th 25th and 26th um and yeah we'll see you next week for a, a new year's special brings us to the end of the show we are off to eat cheese and stollen because it's amazing and i'm definitely not being forced to say this by nick she is being forced to say this by nick because that's how it works on the podcast eat cheese and stollen you monsters happy christmas if you're enjoying the podcast why not give us a rating on apple podcasts which only takes a minute and can really help us. You can also rate us on Spotify, so chuck some stars our way there as well. Retweet us, share a link, or post with the hashtag DecadesFromHome, or lowercase, on Twitter. As ever, if you have any questions, feedback, or maybe an article or topic you'd like us to cover, you can tweet Dilly on at Dilly and you can tweet me at 40% German. You can also get us on DecadesFromHome at gmail.com. If you have time, take a look at 40%German.com. Weekly articles are up every Saturday. All that's left to say is thanks, and bis zum nächsten Mal. Cheers! Cheers.